Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Just in the nick of time, look at us. Duan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. What a beautiful setting. We are here live, Hamilton High School. If you've never been down here, first of all, the Bitterroot Valley is just as good as it gets. It's, it's what people think Montana is. It's like a postcard when you're driving down here. It's just so awesome, so glorious. We are here down at Hamilton High School, though, and if you've never been down here, what a good facility. What an awesome field and track. I mean, this is like top-notch for the state of Montana. It is, uh, it is as good as any you're going to find in the Class A level for sure, but it, as good as any you're going to find anywhere. So we are happy to be here. What brings us down here? Well, we, we've been teasing it all week, but in case you missed it, the Grizz have their spring game here uh, in about two hours. So the Grizz will get rolling about 6 p.m., Nobody really down here right now. <laughs> I'm watching our good friend and colleague, Kyle Hansen from MTN Sports. He is trying to do a stand-up right now. If you hear wind in the background, it's because it's about to blow the press box over. You might hear the, the garbage cans rolling all over the place. And uh, 
I don't know, but uh, we'll see if it affects the performances as well you know, for the Grizz football team. But, but either way, we are excited to be here. Appreciate you hanging out with us here on ESPN Radio. If you're looking at the studio, it's because we're down here, so we're not in the Northwest Motorsports Studio, but we're still coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. So we appreciate Northwest Motorsport for all of their awesome support over the years, and uh, especially this last year or so. You got just a couple days left. It's April 8th today. Now through April 10th, you can get free gas when you shop at Northwest Motorsport and WMSRocks.com slash free gas. Go there. You can visit the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest and get yourself in the mix for some free gas. Save at the pump by shopping at Northwest Motorsport, but do it now. You only have a couple days left to do it. Appreciate Brett's RV and Marine for hosting us yesterday for a remote broadcast. Tommy Evans, our main guy, down there doing a remote for the trail. So that is uh, cool. Uh, great, amazing technology that we are able to do a remote broadcast from Brett's and a remote broadcast from Hamilton High School. So pretty cool. Uh, a ton to get to today. We'll get you set up for the spring game. We're going to hear from Bobby Houck, Montana head coach here, in just a couple minutes. This is actually an interview from last week, but we're going to play it again because I think it still has some some central themes, and, and uh, it's a lot of what I'm going to be looking for uh, here today while we watch this Grizz spring game. And uh, we're also going to hear from Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz. I was just actually shooting him a text telling him we're ready for him whenever he gets here. So Riley will join us. Probably take our first break a little early because uh, Riley's on the call for SWX Montana Television. That's the other thing you need to know. We'll be rolling from this broadcast right into the spring game. So this is basically your de facto Nuanez now two-hour pregame show. And uh, then we'll be rolling into the spring game. We'll, so we'll hear from Bobby Houck off the top. We'll hear from Riley Corcoran. Uh, in segment number two, we'll also probably take a look at some prep sports, uh, spring sports underway. Sentinel and Big Sky played softball earlier this week. We also have a couple of the uh, early season best track times. So those are always fun to, to follow, especially uh, in the early going. Some great times, both the high school and college level. So we'll get you updated there. It's a Friday. So that means we're going to hear from our great friend, Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. Talking all the way around the world of sports. And I'll probably keep ranting about offensive linemen. <laughs> because that's what I do. And that's what the offseason is for. We couldn't have done it without all our great sponsors who sent us down here to ESPN Radio. Uh, to Hamilton, excuse me, on ESPN Radio. Including Town Pump. I filled up with some gas at Town Pump there in Lolo. Town Pump's the proud presenting and exclusive sponsor of the Brawl of the Wild, which is the all-sports trophy between Montana and Montana State. It's always a fun competition just to see who wins between the two rivals, everything from football to basketball to tennis and, and track, cross-country, volleyball, everything in between. Obviously, a couple sports that the two schools don't share. Montana State has both Nordic and Alpine skiing for men and women. And uh, Montana has both women's soccer and women's softball. So a couple that aren't a part of the Brawl of the Wild, but all the other uh, stuff, part of the Brawl of the Wild. And uh, that is always brought to you by Town Pump. They also uh, just launched a great loyalty app at Town Pump a couple weeks ago. You get five cents off every gallon every day. With the way gas prices are now, that might save you a lot of money. So that's exciting. And... Uh, they also have members-only deals within the app, plus 
clubs like a coffee club, a soda club, a car wash club. So just great ways to save money. So appreciate Town Pump for all their support. So there you go. That's the whole rundown of the show. It was brought to you by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. They're also one of the presenting sponsors of this Grizz spring game. I know Brent is uh, actually not going to be here. He's one of the biggest Grizz fans I know, but he's not going to be at this spring game because, <laughs> you know, as you're likely to do when, when you're on a, a trip, you always text your boys to, you know, sort of rub it in. And uh, I don't know where he's at in Mexico, but it looks like a nice place because he was sent into our group texts. A couple of nice pictures. So hopefully Brett and his, uh, his team get a little welcome time off. They're hard workers, and uh, hopefully they enjoy uh, their time away. Noana is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Here's what we're going to do. Let's, let's play this sound from Bobby Huck. This is from last Wednesday's practice. So the Grizz have practiced three times since this point. But here's some questions for both myself and Sean Rainey from SWX. By the way, you can find Riley Corcoran, Sean Rainey, and Grady Bennett on the call here for SWX in about a little less than two hours. But here's some thoughts for Bobby Houck just about spring ball thus far. And that will kind of set us up for what I think some of the themes are in this spring game. Assess the way that it's gone so far. I think spring ball's been good. I, I, like, our, I like our guys. Um, a lot of young guys getting a lot of plays, which is productive. It's, as I mentioned, it's not always fun to watch, but it's productive. So it's been good. Anything that's kind of stood out to you? Uh, no, not really. We're just, you know, we're getting the work in. Um, we're not game planning each other. We're installing scheme. We're working fundamentals, uh, all the stuff we should be doing. From that perspective, how important is this time for young guys, and what do you think is maybe the, the uh, most difficult part of this time of year when, when it's maybe their first or second spring ball? Well, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's real difficult other than a lot of them are – getting the installation for the first time so there's a lot of learning going on and then you know today's team meeting was you need to take from the meeting to the practice field and you know so the the thing that i think they struggle with the most is learning how to play fast you know take new things and do it fast rather than tiptoeing their way through so many of the fundamentals of football are, are as they always have been. Is there any, like, new fundamental techniques or anything like that that you guys have found or that you're teaching or anything? Uh, no, not really. I mean, we always try to refine things. I mean, that's what we do. But, you know, over my lifetime, not, not a lot of it's changed a whole bunch. Um, you know, I think good blocking, good tackling are what they are. I mean, holding's a little more legal than it's ever been, so we got to hold a little more than we used to. But... Um, other than that, I think it's pretty much what it is. From a blocking and tackling perspective, how do you manage it? Because I know that you like your guys to have contact, learn how to hit, learn how to get hit, but obviously you don't want to hurt each other during spring ball when it's just, you know, same versus same. Yeah, you know, it's funny. We don't seem to get uh, hurt much in, in games or live drills. It's all the things that we're doing should be safe, the one-on-one stuff. So I, I don't really have a good answer to yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I guess, you know, as far as some of these young guys, anybody kind of standing out through spring ball? Some of these guys kind of, you know, catching your eye off? Um, I don't know. You know, it's kind of day-to-day. So most of the young guys, they'll have a good day, and then, then the next day they won't be very good. So it's, you get high on them, and then you're down on them. That's, that's the nature of spring ball or offense, defense. Um, but, you know, everybody's had their, had their time where they – have, uh, have done all right, and, and I hope that will spring us into the fall. 
offensive line wise, you had two pretty experienced, well, real one really experienced tackle, and then one guy who's a two-year starter. So, what's the biggest challenge when you're trying to replace guys that do have so many snaps under their belts, especially at that tackle spot? Well, we're, we're young, we're very youthful there with not much experience, but we're really athletic, and uh, I think athletic players that know what they're doing have a real chance up front, and, and you know we're we're kind of work in progress, but I like what I see. Well, Brandon Casey, he showed some flashes last year when he did get kind of thrown in there, and I know he was a big-time recruit, too, so how essential is this time for a guy like him? Well, he hasn't disappointed, that's for sure. Um, again, those guys, they have to work together. It, it's it's a five-man deal, or six with the tight end, and it, it's never one guy blocking one guy. It's, they, they work together. They have to know where they're supported and where they're not, and you know, Brandon and, and the rest of those guys that haven't played a lot, they have to learn those things. Having a guy that does have some experience at center, does that kind of help stabilize the, the offensive line unit? Well, I think it does. I think some leadership and, and some knowledge experience there really helps. I mean, it's a hard position to have somebody that hasn't played much. And, and uh, you know, it's not just conducive to the center spot, but, but having a guy that can have some experience there helps. It seems like with the way the defenses have diversified, it's so complicated depending on what front you're going to get and stuff. So how is that position diversified then? Because it seems like a lot of times they're making a lot of the calls. Well, it, it's week to week yeah. um, on what you're going to see. Some of it's more complex. Some of it's very simple and sound. Uh, and, you know, I think we have to, as coaches, have to simplify it for them. You know, if we try to make it split in the atom, then that's what it's going to be to them. So we try to simplify it for them, and once we do that, they seem to be able to play faster. What have you seen at the defensive end position in spring? Uh, played a lot of different guys. Um, had some injury there, some nagging stuff. So it's been uh, different guys every day throughout spring. That's probably good long-term because a lot of guys are getting a lot of, a lot of snaps with the first group. Um, you know, we lost two pretty good players there. We have to replace them, but that's college football. What about um, with Husted in particular and just what you saw in him fitting into that, that role and what you've seen from him this week? Well, he's new to it, so there's there's a little bit of that. Um, he, he's both new to the – Garrett's new to the position and he's new to the defense here. So there's a lot of learning going on, but uh, I would say uh, – Early observations are real favorable with him. When you talked about, you know, COVID and, and how hard it was on the mentality of these guys and not having it here and not having football, for a guy like Marcus Knight, who's been out for a while and been battling through injuries and stuff, what have you seen from him just being able to be back out here, put the, you know, be with his guys and, and just being, you know, part of the team? More? Yeah, uh, obviously there's a... I think anytime guys come off a significant injury, there's a relief when they, for them when they can get back out there. And then, you know, they, they like they like football. They love it. They love being there with their teammates and all that. So um, there's a smile on people's faces. Uh, but our guys are mentally tough. They overcome things pretty well. And Marcus is one of those. The addition of Roger Cooper, uh, what led to that? And then what have you thought of just his addition to your staff? Well, Roger's a quality guy and a good football coach. I've... I mean, I've known him since he's a senior in high school and always kind of thought a lot of him. And, uh, you know, he just, he's a good fit, both with our 
what we want to do and and uh, as a person. He doesn't have to learn the league because he's been in the league for most of the last 20 years. So how much does that help? Well, he's got a pretty good book on everybody, yeah. so that helps, yeah. you know. It's, it's nice to have somebody that uh, game-planned everybody in the conference on your staff, a little different perspective because, you know, we're all in the same room together. We don't have as much outside view, so to, to bring, have a, a, a guy come in that's got a little different viewpoint helps. So there you go, Bobby Houck, Montana head coach, here from last week ahead of the Grizz Spring Game. It's Noah's Now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. We are coming to you live from the press box at Hamilton High School. The early setups have begun. SWX guys are trying to wire the mics. I'm only laughing because the wind is blowing really hard. If you hear the door in this press box blow open and slam, that's that's what you're hearing. And I'm watching one of the uh, SWX text guys trying to set up a microphone and the wind keeps blowing it over, so I'm only laughing to commiserate with him because I know what that's like. When you're trying to set up the technology in the wind, you know, I think that's my good friend Joe, so good luck, Joe. I hope I hope we can get the mic wired up. But we are live leading up to the Grizz Spring Game in Hamilton. Kicks off at 6 p.m. You can find it on SWX Montana Television. And our Spring Game pregame is brought to you in part by Katie Gensler, real estate broker focused on trust, professionalism, and hard work, Montana values, and creating exceptional client experiences at Pure West Christie's. They are celebrating their 50th anniversary, and Katie and the brokerage remain devoted to the company's original aim of building relationships for life. Katie Gensler of Pure West Christie's Real Estate, the number one brokerage in the state for the second consecutive year, and Katie is the go-to gal when it comes to real estate in the Bitterroot Valley. The, Roy- the voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran, he's on his way. I told him to knock as soon as he gets here because that door might automatically lock. But he'll be sitting with me in the chair, so we'll give you some more thoughts on what's going to happen or uh, what we're going to have our eyes on at least for this Grizz spring game. Back after this, keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. SportsBet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for SportsBet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. SportsBet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized SportsBet Montana location or by using the SportsBet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since SportsBet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. SportsBet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized SportsBet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Spring football at the University of Montana concludes tonight with a showcase in the Bitterroot Valley. Hello, I'm Andrew Houghton. 
The Grizz football team will wrap up a 15-session slate of spring drills with their annual spring game tonight in Hamilton. Montana, a team coming off its second straight 10-win season and second consecutive trip to the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs, will kick off its final spring exhibition from Hamilton High School at 6 p.m. tonight. The action, which is expected to include one-on-one, seven-on-seven, and full-team portions of competition, will be fans' first chance to see graduate transfer quarterback Lucas Johnson, a six-foot three, 215-pounder who started nine games at San Diego State last season. The Grizz are also looking for replacements at both offensive tackle spots and both offensive guard spots, along with the receiver to step up in place of record setter Sammy Akem. All the action from Hamilton High can be viewed for $10 at the gate or live on SWX Montana Television. Tune in to 102.9 ESPN Missoula from 4 to 6 p.m. for Nuanez Now, live from Hamilton, presented by Katie Gensler of Pure West Christie's Real Estate and Town Pump. In other Grizz news, Darrell Thomas, a six-foot-five shooting guard out of Skyline Prep in Phoenix, gave his verbal commitment to the Montana men's basketball team earlier this week. He chose Montana over an offer from Wyoming. And finally, the second day of the Masters Golf Tournament is underway. Tiger Woods shot a 1-under-71 on Thursday to sit in a tie for 11th place after the first round. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Well, hello, Montana. Welcome back. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. If you're looking at an empty studio, it's because we're not there. We're here. We are on campus at Hamilton High School. We are in the press box getting you all prepped up for the Grizz Spring Game about an hour and 40 minutes away. We'll roll right from this show right into the uh, Grizz Spring Game on SWX. And now I got the great pleasure of being joined in the press box by the guy's going to be on the call. He's almost always on the call for the Grizz football team. He's the voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran. Thanks for being here, man. How you doing? Absolutely. I thought that was a fitting song. We live a semi-charm kind of life, don't we? I mean, it was very fitting. Uh, Last time we were on the airwaves, you know, we go back to San Diego. It's been a fun little stretch here, and I'm ready to switch the conversation. There there is buzz. There's excitement. Yes, at the end of the day, yeah, this is a glorified practice. For sure. But culture, more importantly, and I think this is very fitting how we're going to do this. This is officially the pregame show, I think, leading up right to SWX. But it's more a conversation and kind of beginning the talking points, the storylines for what we're going to be talking about all offseason and in the fall culture because, very simply, this is going to be a top-five team in the country. We're going to start to see a little bit of youth on display, some good storylines I know we're going to get into. I have to ask you, before we get into football, about the Masters. Oh, of course, you and I both, we, we share a great affinity for Tiger Woods. Yep. Riley wears a Tiger Woods hat every time I've ever gone anywhere with him, always. <laughs> so yep. he really likes Tiger. I've always loved Tiger Woods, the golfer. The person is just fascinating to analyze. But... Uh, Tiger right now, plus one. He just lipped out a birdie putt. That's what you always lead with when it comes to the Masters or any other major championship golf tournament. I, I for one, there was all the scuttle, like, how great of a story would it be if Tiger won? 
It's a crazy story that he's playing. He shot a 71 yesterday. It's nuts. And the most historic course that you could ever, ever sure. play. And for the people that haven't been there, and I know they try and show it on TV, but the walking, the undulation of that course right. is phenomenal. For him to do that on a uh, repaired leg, the walk in general, like it's no joke. I know a lot of people may have been inundated with Tiger stuff this week, sure. but him being able to walk that course every day is one thing. Then to play at a high level, I mean, the, the conditions right now are crazy with all of the wind. It's That's probably the only place that's windier than Hamilton, Montana right <laughs> now is right. in Augusta, Georgia, but it's quite the accomplishment what he's been able to do. It looks like, as I knock on wood, he's going to make the cut and Cole, to the fact that he's even within a striking distance of the lead. It's one of the greatest comeback stories, and it's been really fascinating. I'm glad that you said it like that, because I feel that you could really break Tiger's career into so many different categories, sure. and this comeback story, I feel he's had more people behind him than ever. Just really cool to see what, more importantly, he does for the game of golf, and it's really cool to see him right this week. Right now, Scotty Scheffler six under. He is three strokes ahead of the entire field. That's through 14. He shot a 69 yesterday, and he's well on his way to breaking 70 again today. So Scheffler's been probably the most consistent and hot player on the tournament. Charles Swartzel, uh, Sungjae Im, Shane Lowry, uh, amongst, uh, Hideki Matsuyama, they're amongst a group that are tied there at three under. They got Harold Varner at two along with Dustin Johnson at two, Kevin Na at two, and then a group at one under as well. So uh, I, do, I do think Tiger, you know, now 16 holes into the two today, almost certainly going to make the cut, and then uh, we'll see. We'll see if he can make a run. Nobody's going crazy low yet, so. And it's going to be a fun weekend, too. I, I love this, and the Masters loves this, too, but if you look at the top six on the leaderboard, you have one player represented from six different countries. So it's really spread yeah. out. It's cool. Scheffler's been the hottest player on the planet it right now and to see him kind of perform it'll be a, a great weekend let's just say uh, after we get the spring game done it's all about golf this weekend yeah, no doubt about it we should play some golf too let's do Nuanas it now ESPN radio Riley Corcoran joining us here on Nuanas now all right let's talk some spring football then uh First of all, it's a Friday, and that means it's a Florence Coffee Company Friday. I had some Florence Coffee on the drive down. Beautiful drive. There's a little smoke between here and Victor. I don't know what that was all about. I didn't either. I was trying to get a good look, and then I started running off the road. I said, yeah. I better get to Hamilton no, first. Sure. But, yeah, it was it was bizarre. And when you left Missoula, it's like, okay, I know there's not rain or anything. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, interesting. Something going on to the to the west side of 93. For sure. I had a nice little Florence Coffee. No matter where you're at in Missoula, there's a Florence Coffee Company near you. I had a triple shot iced Americano. It's a Friday night. You can stay up late. Maybe you're coming to the spring game. Swing by. Florence Cafe Cup, get yourself a little Joe before you make the trip down here. Um, Riley, I have been just ranting and raving and harping on what I think is the primary point of analysis for me in this spring game, and that's on the offensive line. But I'll, I'll let you go because you already you have your beautiful notes all the way typed out. So uh, what are some of the things you're going to be watching? I think, I think one thing, uh, I guess first, we just heard from Bobby Houck. A couple of things he touched on worth sort of emphasizing. Marcus Knight, who's the All-American running back, he won't participate today, right? No, he so, won't. And Bobby has said that all year. They're just trying to, I mean, he's coming off an ACL, so they want to just slow hit, play him back. Um, and I think that there are probably some other veteran guys that will probably be limited, if not completely out. But that's what I actually love about this stuff because you get to watch the younger guys get real live reps. And so what are some of the things you're going to be watching in this? I one? mean, offensive line, I, I think that's going to be the position group that we obviously focus on all the way through. Tonight, you're going to see maybe a, a little bit of a thin roster out there, hopefully knock on wood, no injuries, because Coach Houck has said that they barely have enough really to go compete against each other, at least for a game like this tonight. Offensive line, I think the Grizz, you look at the where they're at, a lot of youth there, but still some, uh, some mainstays. I'm looking forward to see maybe like a Liam Brown, who they 
moved on the inside. Brandon Casey, Colin Drees. How do those guys take the next step? Quarterback battle, I feel that, you know, we kind of overlook it maybe when we're in the fold every single day. But that is, for the first time, we're going to get to see Lucas Johnson sure. in a Grizzly uniform. And I, I've been able to see a couple of practices, Coulter, and just to kind of see the differences, right? As quarterbacks evolve, the Grizz have seen from a Dalton Sneed to a Cam Humphrey. And, and what I see when I see Lucas Johnson, number one, the physical presence and just his size. He is bigger than what the Grizz have had at quarterback for the last sure. couple of years. But I want you to focus on, on really, for Grizz fans that are watching on SWX, that are here tonight, the quick decision-making. That's yeah. the difference I see with Lucas Johnson. So those are a couple things to look at. And then you're right, when it comes to the youth, the newcomers. And I think that on the defensive side of the ball, you were going to see two guys that – Coach Houck never anoints starters when they come in here, but Jaden Dawson from Idaho State yep. opposite Justin Ford at cornerback. That's two lockdown corners the Grizz For have. Sure. And then Garrett Houston coming in. The Grizz are young on the defensive front, but that's a Nebraska transfer at defensive end. We'll get to see him on display as well tonight. So those are a, a couple of the storylines to get us going. Spring football, spring game, lead-up coverage here on ESPN Radio. It's brought to you in part by Nick Tabor and Westpac Wealth. Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential for you to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick and his team, they specialize in just that. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan. I have been uh, hard on the offensive line, uh, I mean, period, just in general in my analysis. I think that for Montana to truly take that, that next and what I think is the last step to become a national championship contender, they have to, they've gotten better on the offensive line since Coach Out got back, but they have to become elite on the offensive line. I think it's the one no negotiation. I think you have to have an elite offensive line to win a national championship at any level of college football. I really think that. The thing that's so interesting about this offensive line, though, I've seen this so often. When you got guys that are really, really talented and really, really athletic, but they're just young, sometimes you got to just roll. And they're going to get whipped until they don't. I, I remember this in 2012 at Montana State. The Bobcats are coming off two straight big sketch championships. They got a returning starter in Denarius McGee at quarterback, and they lost four other five starters on the offensive line, just like the Grizz. They had a stalwart at center in Sean Sampson. The Grizz have a guy who I think, if he can take another step, can be an all-conference player like A.J. Forbes at center. That helps, especially with that position. And then they rolled with four redshirt freshmen. And those guys got destroyed the first five or six weeks. But then all of a sudden, by the time you, you flip it and the, the light turns on, well, then you got guys that are two, three, four-year starters, and now you solved your offensive line problem. And I think that's the thing that maybe gets lost on the layman fan as well is individual talent is important, but also as a unit is important. And so I do think that if they can throw these guys to the wolves and sort of let these guys mesh as a unit, at some point you have to take the risk because they beat Oregon State for Brandon Casey. Liam Brown is an absolute athletic freak. I mean, Colin Dries is a little skinny right now, but he's a really good athlete too. I mean, these are guys that they brought in that are like three-star recruits that they beat back 12s for. I'm glad that you mentioned those two guys because you're right. When you have returning O-linemen, it's like a nice safety valve, right? Sure. That's what the Grizz had last year, but no disrespect to anybody, you had three seniors. There wasn't much growth potential, sure. right? For now, sure. you've got that young core, and the two guys that you mentioned right there at the forefront, Liam Brown and Brandon Casey, yep. those are two guys that are going to get an opportunity that, yes, you're going to take lumps, but I think this year 
Coulter, and I'm, I'm meaning the fall, that you're going to see way more growth potential yeah. from the beginning of August and maybe even from tonight all the way maybe till when conference play starts when this unit really needs to be rolling. That being said, I want to throw something back at you because the, the offensive line criticism is certainly warranted, and that's a position that you're right. If this team wants to be Big Sky champs, national championship sure. contenders, they need to take the next step. How much, though, did the lack of protection from the running backs be a factor sure. last year and continuing to be when you're going to have Marcus Knight bulked up at 215, 220, yep. a healthy Nick Osmo yep. and guys that have been in the fold more to help yep. out with maybe a more quick decision quarterback and Lucas Johnson. How much does that whole body of work maybe help everybody? I think it helps a lot. I, I think that the thing, though, is that no matter who is calling the plays, no matter who's operating the offense, the head coach of this football team is Bobby Houck. Robert Lawrence Houck III <laughs> wants to run the football. He also, though, wants to play a style that is intimidating. They have mastered the art of intimidation on both defense and on special teams. To do it on offense, you have to be able to blow people off the ball on average six yards a carry. That's what you have to be able to do. And we'll see. We'll see if they can get there. But that's Bobby Houck's dream come true. If he could have his special teams unit from last year and his defense from last year, and they could, you know, average six yards a carry instead of 3.9 or 4.1 or whatever they ended up at last year, it helps. But also, though, I thought I actually was planning on writing a feature on Marcus Knight, and I got a great quote from Dylan Cook about it, and I didn't get to use it because he got hurt. But Dylan Cook said, he said, there's two types of running backs in the world. The ones that follow their blocks on the offensive line and have amazing vision and, and work as a unit with us, and there's ones that don't need an offensive line. The second one's rarer. That's what Marcus Knight is. So it will be interesting to see how that, that portion of it evolves. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, riding with us here on ESPN Radio. He'll be on the call for SWX Montana coming up a little less than 90 minutes. So we will roll right into that broadcast. We're down at Hamilton High School as part of our lead-up coverage to the Grizz spring game. We'll have a full recap for, for this spring game. SkylineSportsMT.com this evening, as well as uh, on Monday during the Montana Football Hour as well. It's presented in part by Town Pump. Town Pump, the presenting sponsor of the Brawl of the Wild, which is the battle for the all-sports trophy between Montana and Montana State. Town Pump also has a great new loyalty app, so go check that out. You're going to get you all sorts of discounts on fuel and coffee and car washes and everything in between. So thanks to Town Pump for all of their sponsorships. This is interesting, actually. Probably the least sexy positions on the football field, but the ones I'm actually going to be watching right after the offensive line is the special teams. Because you take for granted when you have the best long snapper in the country when he's the best long snapper in the country because you don't think about him. I don't even know who the next guy up is. You also take for granted when you have the best punter in the country who's only a freshman and then he transfers to Nebraska like Brian Buschini did. Matt O'Donohue showed really well for the scouts on Tuesday. I thought he was probably actually the standout of Pro Day uh, there for the Grizz. I mean, not the athletic testing, but uh, his skill is NFL quality to be sure. And uh, they also have... A question mark at kicker as well. So break it down. I mean, who was even in the mix for some of these specialist spots? Uh, you're, you're very valid, and you're, yeah. and you're just wondering who's going to be there. I mean, Kevin Macias, I think it became under the radar. No one wanted to talk about it, myself included, because <laughs> right. you want to jinx it. He made 17 field goals in a row. Was That's the longest the, streak in yep, school history. Yep, yep. Then you lose Bushini and then O'Donohue. Absolutely. Th those are question marks. And I think that you look at the Montana Flair Camden. Capser was a, a highly recruited kicker out of Billing Central, my alma mater. And he was hurt 
hurt last year. He has yep. been getting some some kicker reps. We're going to see him. And then, although guys that aren't on the roster right now, a Patrick Rohrbach from Glacier, he, sure. he is going to come in and be in the fold. But as of right now, absolute question mark. Grayson Pible right now is the heir apparent to a Matthew O'Donohue. And you're right. There are question marks abound. And unfortunately... I don't know if we're going to see much maybe in the next two hours here on display here in Hamilton, but that is right behind for me the offensive line as concern areas and position groups that need to be addressed because the return game on the special team, they're going to be solid. They're all American worthy with Malik Flowers, Junior Bergen, but need to make that complete, and that's what makes these Grizzly football teams go. So as far as tonight's concerned, they really haven't been practicing punting much in spring ball. I don't know if they even will tonight, Coulter. I do know that Camden Capser has been getting uh, the main field goal reps, and and who knows how this game's going to play out with format. We might not even see much special teams, but that absolutely is an area that's going to be addressed that I'm sure we'll be talking about in the lead-up to August. Um, because we don't know the actual specifics, we'll just broadly t- touch on these a, cu- a couple of these. Uh, Sawyer Rockinelli, am I saying that right? Uh, Washington transfer. The Washington transfer. Yep. He's not. He's not going to play in this. Uh, I, I think probably Dylan McGinnis, the Washington State transfer, probably not either. Those guys haven't practiced much. Correct. So those are two guys that maybe fans kind of had their eye on that you won't get a look at. But Jaden Dawson is a guy from Idaho State, like you mentioned. Uh, who are some of the other guys, though, that are maybe we haven't seen a lot of that, that you're excited to see or that you think could be, you know, maybe somebody that, that uh, Grizz fans and Grizz followers maybe should have their eye on here? There was a name that I think within Grizz circles people got excited about last year, and that was Aaron Fonts. And I think For that sure. he's a guy that is really ready, ready to take the next step at wide receiver. He's a high school teammate of Xavier Harris from Oxnard, sure. California. Man, he's fast. And they were running a lot of deep well, routes to him I mean, in practice. He's a Mount West guy. I mean, he, he chose. He actually decommitted from Colorado State to come to Montana. Wow. So, I mean, he, he's got the talent right yeah. away, and I think he's going to get more opportunity. Another wide receiver, too, that passes the eye test, Nick Williams. Where's number three? You've been on this guy. Oh. Was, this was your guy. We, we always go to fall camp, and yep. we're always, you know, hamming it up. And that was your guy. You said, Nick Williams, that's going to be a freshman to watch. And, I mean, he looks the part all day. He's about 6'5". He's one of the tallest receivers. You, you can't miss him when you watch him warm up. And he's someone, too, that's just continuing to get more opportunities. Jake Olson, the tight end from Butte. I, I like seeing him on the he's field. He's still playing tight end. Oh, absolutely. See, I had him fast-tracking <laughs> offensive tackle quick. <laughs> they still got him. They had him split out in one package on Friday or Wednesday. And well, said, maybe okay. he'll get a couple spring balls because yeah. I'm telling you, I'm not I'm not trying to be a hater on Jake Olson's athleticism. He's a great athlete. He's a great basketball player, too. His old band played hoops at Montana, but uh, Jake Olson's going to be playing offensive tackling for his career. I, I think you're right. On the defensive side <laughs> of the ball, so big, oh, man. he's huge. <laughs> he's just massive, but very talented, and yeah, yeah. he's got better hands than you, you would think, too. But linebacker-wise, it's so curious, right? Because Jace Lewis leaves. You've got All-American Patrick O'Connell, All-American worthy, in my opinion, and Marcus Wellno, All-Big Sky worthy for sure. You're not going to see either one of those two tonight, but what you are going to see is that next line behind them. Braxton Hills had an amazing spring. Levi Janicaro's taking the next step. Carson Rostad, a Hamilton product that want to play well tonight. And then someone, Coulter, I think he gets lost in the fold, maybe because he's not from Montana. But someone that maybe has had the best spring of anyone, especially defensively, Michael Matthews at linebacker, mm, yep. number 52. So He's that's, a guy that's kind of been waiting in the wings, but he was a talented he, guy when he, he first got He has, there. and the coaches really were praising Diari Todd as well. So I think that uh, those are some guys I'm just curious to see, some maybe that you know, some that you don't, but it's all about opportunity this time of year, right? Yep. And those guys, at least from the coaching staff, have made their made their mark the last couple of weeks, and we'll see them on the field tonight. Nuanas now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, Coulter Nuanas. Riley Corcoran here. We got an app now, too. How about that? ESPN Montana app launched launched earlier this week. 
Honestly, truly, congratulations to Tommy Evans and Jeff Safford for ironing out all the kinks on that thing. I couldn't even come, I couldn't even start to try to make an app. Neither could I. These guys got it started, and then we were kind of doing a soft opening for Nuanez now, and then Tommy said, hey, we figured it out. We're going live, so tell people to download it. So do it. Go download it and go check it out. Uh, before we let you go, anybody else that you're going to have your eye on or any, any, any other things that you're, you're really watching? How about, uh, here's one interesting dynamic to me. The Grizz coaching staff, they only um, have really lost a couple guys in the last several years. And this is the first offseason where they've had a couple new coaches with the addition of Roger Cooper replacing Shad Schilliger. And who's the other? There's one Rob other. Fantasy. Oh, Rob Fennessey. Rob Fennessey, of course, joining as an analyst for sure. Um, so, I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to really gauge if we're going to see anything out of those guys except for maybe just how they coach up their guys on the field. But it is a little bit interesting just to see some uh, some new faces on the sideline. It really is. And the, the two that have actually left the coaching staff, the Schillingers, when it comes to Jason Shan. Sure, and right. obviously it will be sorely missed. But uh, bringing talent in and just powerful minds. You just think of the the room, the offensive room now with Rob Fennessy, uh, Brent Pease, uh, Tim Rosenbaugh. Right. I mean, there's a lot of ideas going on there, too. And I think you're seeing some, some creativity on the offensive side of the ball because that's ex- ex- absolutely what was lacking from this team maybe advancing a little bit further just tonight i, I want to see crispness i know that sounds very sure. uh cliche but it goes to show you kind of what they've been operationally working. though yeah. right? i mean just like yeah. subbing in and out and like you know you know you're with the twos get out there to, you know don't have 10 men on the field or whatever and you're like going that. to see physicality i mean oh, these sure. guys are not like a normal spring ball i'm at practice i'm like gosh they're they're killing each you, other you, at would, you would love this As the, the bobby interview the coach out interview we played right when you were walking in I asked him, I said, how do you sort of mitigate hitting hard and, and being physical like you guys want to play and also uh, not hurting each other? And he goes, well, we never get hurt when we hit each other. We only get hurt in one-on-ones. He's like, so I don't really know how to mitigate it. But it's actually an a, a affirmation for what I have said for so long. I have always said that I think that scaling all the way back in practice actually makes you get hurt worse. If you only go live like during the spring game, you're just going to kill each other and you don't know how to do it. It's just like boxing. If you go live every single day, which the Grizz go live every single day, then you learn how to hit, you learn how to get hit, and you and you learn how to take hits, and you don't get hurt as much. I, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Well, and that's something that we saw, too. I mean, it was a long process to from the previous coaching regime to this one to just get those practice habits and everything in between. And you're seeing the physicality. We'll see it on display. And that's, quite frankly, how you create competition and why it's so much fun to go to a Grizzly practice and to watch a game like this that, yeah, realistically, it might be threes and fours on the depth chart, Coulter, but they are fun. Fighting right now, and you're going to see that tonight, and that's what football is all about. That's why we love it, and uh, that brand is back, and you'll see it on display, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. Before we let you go, we got to ask you, what did you think of Kansas winning the national championship? I honestly couldn't believe it. We both had, I think, proximity bias because you and I sat next to each other at Hinkle Fieldhouse and watched Kansas suffer their worst NCAA tournament loss ever a year ago. So I was like down on Kansas because I was like, oh, it's mostly the same team. I watched them get whipped in the tournament, whatever. Then they won it all. I, they, they took advantage of the, the route that was presented to them. What a great tournament that uh, turned out with a, a ton of storylines. I don't think people would have envisioned that Final Four. I was shocked because, as you know, I watch college basketball year. I think I had the worst bracket in the bracket challenge. <laughs> it was so and funny. It was so all bad. All of us media experts were oh. like, the, it was like the bottom ten was me and you and Andrew <laughs> and all the people that work at, with in SWX and, and ESPN Radio. It's hilarious. And I had said that Kansas is not national championship worthy this year. So, lo and behold, it was a hell 
of the tournament, but I don't know anything about it. I was surprised. Yeah, it was great, though. We took our lumps for sure uh, when it came to our uh, picks on the tournament. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz here on Nuanas. Now, you can catch him live on SWX about an hour and 15 minutes. So we will keep you here until then and then roll on right into SWX's coverage of the Grizz spring game. Thanks for being here, man. Absolutely. Have a good one. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Our coverage from the spring game down in Hamilton is brought to you in part by Katie Gensler of Pure West Christie's Real Estate. Katie Gensler, real estate broker with Pure West Christie's, sets the standard for real estate across Montana, and Pure West Christie's is the number one brokerage in the state for the second consecutive year. Pure West is the largest independent firm in Montana, giving Katie Gensler a unique and powerful statewide and local network she also has phenomenal expertise, especially down here in the Bitterroot Valley. Give Katie and her team a call today with any real estate questions in this neck of the woods. Take a step outside of college football. Talk some high school sports. Prep Extra. Coming up, keep it right here. 102.9 ESPN Missoula. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. This is is Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. What's up, Montana? A little Metallica for you on your Friday. Hope you had a great week. What a beautiful day it was today. Low 70s, really feeling like spring into summer. Beautiful drive down here to the Bitterroot Valley as well. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television, but we are not in studio because we're here, Hamilton High School, getting you all set up for the Grizz Spring Game, the completion of Grizz Spring Drills. Here in about an mm, hour and ten minutes. So we'll roll right into the broadcast on SWX Montana Television. Also, do us a favor, and do yourself a favor, really. Go check out... The ESPN Montana app. We just launched it. Just go to your app store on all your Apple devices. ESPN MT. Boom. There you are. You can stream this show 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, anytime. It'll always be archived there. You can also find it from 4 to 6 p.m. live every weekday. We'll also have the live streams and great play-by-play from Jeff Safford. 
for both the Grizz Lacrosse team this time of year, the Grizz hockey team in the winter, and we also have a whole bunch of awesome stuff coming down the pipeline. So there's a tease for you. We'll let you know fully what's going down. But uh, do yourself a favor. Go get that ESPN Montana app. If you want to listen to the show or stream the show, other than the app, of course, you can always do it on our station website as well, 1029ESPN.com. Just click on Listen Live and you will find the stream. Also, if you want to be a part of the show, you can always call us or text us. When we're remote like this, probably easiest to text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Text us all the questions you might have about spring football, either Montana, Montana State. We're getting set up for the Grizz game, but we'll answer anything. We'll talk about uh, spring football all the way across the board. Just let us know. 888-1029, I'll guess, will join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. Second day of the Masters winding down. Scotty Scheffler got himself a couple more birdies. So he sits at eight under, a full five strokes ahead of the rest of the pack. His main, um, the main golfer's nipping at his heels, but not really because they're five strokes back already. Charles Swartzel, Sungay M., Shane Lowry and Hideki Matsuyama. That's your four-way tie at minus three. But Scotty Scheffler out to a five-stroke lead at minus eight. So uh, Andrew Schmidt, everybody's favorite running back, as he says. <laughs> but also former Grizz running back, current NFL agent, and also sort of a Masters aficionado slash stand-up comedian. He said bet Scheffler. So I bet Scheffler. Scheffler's looking pretty good. So thanks, Andrew. Thanks for the, uh, the shout-out and the tip. Let's dive into a little prep extra presented by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. First and foremost, a shout-out to Hamilton High School for having a facility that's great enough to host a Division I spring game. I mean, this is, this is great. This turf is awesome. Uh, they're getting it all set up right now uh, with all the equipment and everything. But, uh, I mean, it's obviously not Washington Grizzly Stadium, but it's a great facility. It's really, really good. Really, really cool. And uh, cool for the Grizz to be able to put on a show down here in the Bitterroot as well. Another note on Grizz stuff before we get into some prep extra stuff. Former Grizz defensive back, Van Cooper. A guy who was a safety when I was in college at UM. Good player. He has joined the coaching staff at Carroll College. So interesting to see Van back in Montana. But uh, congratulations to him and should be a a good fit there at Carroll. High school track is underway, and the early season marks are always so impressive to me because sometimes you're doing it in a snow squall or sideways winds. It's, uh, it's always interesting. Any, any track marks in Montana are always come with a caveat because of the weather always, but there's been some good ones so far. Probably the standout 100-meter mark so far uh, in the state, came from Taco Dowler last week. Taco is a Billings West senior and a future Montana State Bobcat. He's the first guy in the state to break 11 seconds. He ran 10.98 last week, so that's definitely an impressive time. An impressive time from Ridger Palma from Missoula Loyola in the 200. He ran 22.5 in the 200 last week. He, he and Luca Dombrowski of Loyola, the top two times in the state, so a couple Class B kids from Missoula, atop the state rankings early on here uh, in the 200 meters. 
A couple other standout times that caught my eye so far. Clay Oven from Billing Central, a guy that's getting a lot of hype as a potential Division I football recruit. He's got the best 400 time in the state. He's a pretty big kid. He's probably a linebacker at the college level. And uh, he ran 51-2 in the 400, so that's definitely a good mark. The first guy to be flirting with under two minutes in the 800 meters is Colin Shawls from Missoula Sentinel, uh, a guy who's taken his talents to the college level after his uh, college career is complete there at Sentinel. So that's a good early season time. Drew Klumpf, future Grizz football player, he is also one of the best hurdlers in the state, both the uh, 110 high hurdles and the long hurdles, the 300-meter hurdles. And Klumpf, he's got the best 110 hurdles time in the state so far. At 15-2, he can definitely go in the mid-14, so he'll continue to improve that. But that's a, that's a good time uh, right out the gates, to be sure. And a couple other the, the good marks. I'm not going to give you every single one of these, but a couple other really good ones. Isaiah Klontz from Billings West, one of the best quarterbacks in the state this last year. Uh, he is headed to, um, I believe, Montana Tech for football. But he got, had a great javelin throw, 187 feet, 8 inches. That's the top throw in the state. Rhett Reynolds, a future Grizz basketball player. From Shelby, he's got the top high jump in the state at six foot six so far uh, on the boys' side. And on the girls' side, uh, a couple really impressive times so far in the sprints. Jaden Wolf from Billings West, she ran 12.25 in the 100 meters. For the reference, the all class state record in the 100 meters is 12.19. So she is already flirting with that. That's really impressive. Under 13 seconds in, in the girls' 100 is really good, but 12.2 is is really, really blazing fast. Fast, fast, fast. So uh, really fast for her so far. Odessa Zentz, who's also, she's headed to the University of Utah on a track scholarship. She is a great distance runner, but she also has the top time in the 200 meters too. So maybe she's working on her speed to get ready uh, for the college level. But she is uh, certainly impressing early on in this track season as well. And uh, a couple other top marks. Haley Coey from Billings West ran 15.37. In the 100-meter hurdles, which is uh, a, a really competitive time in the early season here. And uh, probably the best field marks so far, Maya Winkler from Hamilton, right here in Hamilton. She threw 126 feet 10 inches earlier uh, this spring. So that's, that's a good mark in the javelin. And uh, probably the best field mark, though, so far of the young spring is Hannah Shonoff from Bozeman. She high jumped five seven and a half. So the all class state record in, in girls high jump is five nine and a half. So five seven and a half right out the gates is uh, is really good mark as well. So there you go. That's uh, some state bests in track and field as part of our prep extra presented by Farmers State Bank. Spring sports just got underway like this last week, so we'll continue to keep you updated when it comes to some of the top marks. Also on the softball diamond, uh, a big win for Missoula Sentinel in a crosstown earlier this week. The Spartans trounced Missoula Big Sky 14-1. to And uh, Jaden Ganger was the star of the game. She threw a complete game two-hitter for Sentinel and 14-1. He got 14 runs of support and he threw a two-hitter. That's a good formula for success. The Spartans off to a 2-0 start in uh, Western AA play. So good start for the Sentinel softball team and we'll keep you up to date on all of the happenings 
around the wide world of high school sports in the state of Montana. Hour one in the books. Hour two of Nuanas Now coming at you. Thanks so much to Katie Gensler of Pure West Christie's Real Estate. Katie is a real estate broker who prides herself on being a local market expert with intimate knowledge of the area and strong connections to the community. Give Katie and her team a call for any of your real estate needs in the Bitterroot Valley. The chick who doesn't know sports, bringing the comedy here on Nuanas Now. Next, keep it right here, CSPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sports Bet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sports Bet Montana location or by using the Sports Bet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sports Bet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sports Bet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sports Bet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 